The Mind Aware Show 23. Hi there, brain trainers. This is Dana Wild, and welcome to the Mind Aware Show, where you connect with today's thought leaders about mindset, wealth, and more. Start your day with the Mind Aware, and now you're ready to accomplish anything. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. I'm so glad you could join me. You know, we have been talking about fitness and food and health this week on the Mind Aware, and today is going to be no different. And in fact, I really want to tap into weight loss. You know, we hear about it everywhere, don't we? I mean, everywhere, people, the latest fad diet and the latest this and the latest that, and you, you should be eating this and you shouldn't be eating that. Well, let's just cut through all of that. I have got an amazing guest, Andy Anderson is here. She is a registered dietitian. She's the co-founder of iThink, which is Human Transformational Technology. And Andy's going to help us dig through all of it and figure out what does mindset have to do with being your ideal weight and what does your ideal weight have to do with mindset? I can't wait to hear about it. Hi, Andy. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. How about <laughs> we're, that? We see I, I wish I was seeing you. Yes, energetically. <laughs> energetically, we're vibing and we're seeing each other. <laughs> That's great. It's good to see you too, Andy. You know, Andy, it's kind of a weird topic for me to jump into and talk about weight loss just because it seems like there's so much noise out there with regards to food and what you should be eating, what you shouldn't be eating, and what's the right weight and what's not. Can you help us make some sense of this? Like, Do you think this is, it's kind of on everybody's mind, isn't it? Absolutely. Oh my gosh, is it? It's, it is such an important topic. And I think there's, I think the biggest thing that I recognize in our society today is there's just so much negative energy around weight. Mm. And it's, I mean, it's just, it goes through every single thing that we experience in life. I mean, think about all of the media, think about all of, all of the stuff we're being taught in school. Everything is so weight focused and it's, it's kind of shocking to me. And it's, you know, it's interesting to me. I'll get on, I was actually on a plane the other day and flying over to North Carolina and talking to someone next to me. And he was telling me all about all the bad foods that he shouldn't eat. And everything was just negative, negative, negative. And if I eat this, I'll gain weight. And if I don't eat this, I all these different things. And it's, I think that's the biggest thing out there is that weight has become such a scary negative topic when if we all just looked at, I get really how our ancestors ate, right? Like, how did we eat back then? We didn't really think about it. We were really focused on making sure we had the nutrition to survive and get through our day and be happy, successful people, right? And I think that we've really, we've really strayed away from that in so many ways. And I think that if we would actually tap back into our intuitive nature of how we should eat, that, that would solve a lot of problems for us. Right. I mean, actually, I really like that the first thing you tapped on is this big old feel bad around food. Because as you know, with the Mind Aware, we're all about feeling good. Like, how do you feel better about your life and about yourself? And that, you know, the key to success is feeling good. And so do you have any kind of mindset shifts or tips that you can give that we can all start just feeling better about the foods we're choosing to eat, whether whether they're Twinkies or steaks or salads. I mean, is there a way just to start feeling better? I think so, absolutely. You know, it's interesting like if you if you're let's say 
Mary, for example, wants to lose 20 pounds and she's trying to figure out how to do it. I, this is a this is something we go through in our I, Th- I think technology uh, program, and it's all about how does one's thoughts become actual reality in their life as it relates to food, as it relates to weight loss, as it relates to fitness, relationships, money, whatever you want. So let's say Mary has a thought and she's she's 20 pounds overweight and she has a thought. She's like, you know what? I can I can lose weight and I can fit back into my favorite pair of jeans again. And that's something that's important to me. Right. So she has this thought. And this is where the choice point in life comes in. So if you have this thought, you have the choice to believe if that thought is true for you or not. So if Mary has this thought about that she can do this, that she can get back down to 20 pounds lighter than she was and fit into those jeans and she believes it automatically the universe is going to inspire her to act in certain ways. And these certain ways might be, oh, she joins a gym and she starts lifting weights and building her lean body mass to increase her metabolism. Or she might get rid of a lot of the foods that don't empower her in her life out of her refrigerator and replace them with healthier foods. All these different things. So these inspired actions she's taking is all because she decided to believe in this thought that she originally had that she could lose weight. And then eventually she will be looking at that mirror again wearing the jeans that she wants to wear because she believed in that thought she originally had. Mm-hmm. And so find a thought that you can believe in that serves you is kind of the upshot then. Like I think you got that, it. that's the work, right? The work is how can I find a thought that I believe in that helps me to feel inspired to take the right actions? You got it. And then you could flip that whole scenario around. Let's say Mary has that same thought, right? She has the thought that she's she's looking in the mirror and she's like, man, I could lose 20 pounds and get into those jeans again. I know I could do this. But then at the choice point, instead of believing that empowering thought to be true, she believes that that thought is not true for her. And so therefore, since she does not believe this thought is true for her, or this is a possibility for her, the universe won't inspire her to take those actions that she was going to take to lose that weight. And the result or the reality that she created out of that thought doesn't actually come to be. So that is exactly how important thoughts are in actually creating one's reality when it comes to health and well-being. Well, and I know, you know because you're a founder of I think and part of this human transformational technology that I know you realize at a really deep level the power of thoughts. And so I have to kind of wonder in my own mind, is it really the food that's bad for us or is it the thoughts we have around the food that's bad? I think the answer to that is definitely for first and foremost, the thought. Absolutely. Absolutely 100% because you can see people who would eat what we would think in our modern culture to be a horrible diet filled with junk food, quote unquote, but they they don't have these thoughts going through them that this is bad for me and I'm going to be 300 pounds and all these different things and they live till they're 110 years old perfectly healthy. So first and foremost thought. However, one caveat to that is I think there's also something called the power of and. I think it's looking at both sides of that equation because a lot of us do believe that carrots might be healthier than a Twinkie, right? That's that's a belief that a lot of us have, let's say. So if that is a belief that we have and we're not going to dig down to necessarily change that belief, then then we need to look at both sides of that equation. So it has to do with what am I putting in my body and what am I thinking about it, but also what foods am I choosing 
that I feel good about, that I truly believe are intuitively what I should be putting in my body and what foods do you feel like, yeah, that doesn't really resonate with me. I don't feel like that's something I need right now. So I do think it's both. I think it's important. It's not black or white. It's definitely taking a look at thoughts as well as the actual foods we're eating. Yeah, I really like that you're saying that. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Andy Anderson. She's the co-founder of I Think Human Transformational Technology and a registered dietitian. We're talking about the power of thoughts with regards to weight loss or the foods that we eat, kind of that mind-body connection. All week we're talking about that on the Mind Aware Show because really we know that this is about whole living, all the different aspects of our lives coming together in this. I was thinking as you were talking, and maybe you can speak on this a little bit, that I know for myself sometimes with food, I like to think about it almost as the path of least resistance. And I I think maybe when you were talking a second ago about it has to be a little bit of both, it's your thoughts and it's also the food you eat. I know our culture is so ingrained. I mean, we're so programmed with so many thoughts when it comes to food. Lettuce is good. Ding-dongs are bad. You know, I mean, it's really just so ingrained in us that sometimes for me, the path of least resistance is just going, look, I don't need to eat that. Sugar is a case in point. It's easier for me just to go... It's so much easier just to just give up sugar than to deal with all the reprogramming my mind around it. And so maybe there's something to this that we can kind of pick and choose which things are the path of least resistance for us. Does that make sense? I don't even know if that was a real question. Oh, but it does it. It totally does because I'm right there with you, Dana. I think, you know, one thing that I think our society has a very, very hard time practicing is moderation. You you look at the latest magazine and it is, it's like, okay, it's the no sugar diet and it's the no bread diet and it's the all meat diet or the all vegetable diet and all these things. And, and I totally get it because I am the same way in so many ways because I've had a very hard time moderating bread in my life. Like that's my, you know, that's my challenging spot. That's the spot where, man, sometimes in my life it's just easier to not have it around at all and just to say this is something I don't eat than to actually practice the moderation of it. But I I think it's, you know, I think it's different for different people. Some people have a much easier time moderating, right? But I think that if what you know is that what's going to be best for you and empower you the most in your wellness is to take that out of your diet, then I think that you should go with your gut and do what's right for you. And if there is a point in time where you feel like, you know what, I would like to start practicing the art of moderation with sugar. And I want to be able to get to a place where I can have just one cookie and really savor it, right? Like be present with it and savor it and just totally enjoy it and then not have another one for a couple days or whatever it is. I think it, it, it is a very individual thing. I think every person has the diet that is best for them. And for some people, I totally get it because I've been that person for years and years and years where it's just easier to say, I don't eat this food. It's just, it's gone. Sugar is not a part of my diet, right? Right. But, right. but if people can get to a place where they want to try on and practice to see if they can moderate something, then I think that's great too. But it's so, it's so individual. You know, as a dietitian, there's just never one right answer for everybody. And I think that's a that's a huge thing. Although we all think, right, the paleo diet is the number one thing for everybody today, or being a vegan or being a this or a that. It's just it's not the case. Everybody's different. We all have a different makeup psychologically as well as physically. I agree. I agree. And I totally love the moderation comment because that's the truth. It really comes back to that idea of it's not really so bad 
that you're eating it. It's what what story are you telling about it? What kind of messages are you giving me? By the way, for those of you that don't know, you might see Andy Anderson if you get a chance to go over to avaya.com. She is in star of, director of, creator of the movie Super Shrink Me. Very funny, very clever movie all about being able to eat healthy even though you're out and you're at restaurants, you're trying to live a normal life, and how do you eat healthy and live like a normal person? So Super Shrink Me, great movie about how she helped her hubby, Ike, super shrink himself. <laughs> so, so get out there and see that if you get a chance. This is Andy Anderson. She's a registered dietitian and the co-founder of I Think. You're listening to Dana Wild. That's me on the Mind Aware Show. So sit tight for one second. We'll be right back. We're going to take this quick break. But when we come back, I'm going to ask Andy for some just practical tips on how to put this into practice day in, day out. We'll be right back. Have you checked out The Mind Aware on Facebook at facebook.com slash themindaware? Discover daily mantras, inspiration, the latest brain information, and exclusive training on mindset, wealth, health, and more. That's facebook.com slash themindaware. Let's connect and kick your life up a notch. Hi, we're back. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Andy Anderson. She's a registered dietitian, and we've been talking about how do you eat better, feel better about the things you eat, give your brain good messages about the food you're eating so that you can start to just spend more time, more of your day feeling good. Why in the world should we use food as our excuse to feel bad. I mean, come on. There's so many things to feel good about in the world. Let's find a way to feel good about food, too. And so, Andy, I wanted to ask you, what do you think? Like, somebody's listening to this. Maybe they're, you know, what, 10, 20, 30, 40 pounds overweight. They feel bad about some of their food choices. What do you think is the best thing that you could do right now to make a shift so you're feeling better? I think above all else is to be aware of what you're thinking. So if you are 20, 30, 40 pounds overweight, what are you thinking when you're eating that plate of cookies or whatever, right? Like what's going through your head is, are your thoughts telling you, you know, it's all good. Like we, I, I can totally have at least four more and it's going to be okay. What are those thoughts that you're thinking? And just take a look at, is what you're experiencing with what you're eating right now actually worth the payoff that you get a week down the road when you've gained a few more pounds, right? Mm-hmm. So there's all these vo- there's these voices in our head that tell us empowering things and disempowering things. And on the flip side of that, let's say you're you're not overweight and you're let's say you're a health nut, right? This is something that I've I've experienced many times in my life. Okay. So what if I do have a cookie, right? What if I do have a cookie? What What is that little voice, that internal critic saying to me? Oh, you know what? You should not be eating that right now. And figuring out, should I be listening to this voice? I think the biggest thing that people that people get hung up on is they start listening to this voice and actually thinking that, that this is who I am, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm listening to myself and I'm saying, I shouldn't be doing this, I'm going to gain 10 pounds if I do this, you know, we are not our thoughts. We have thoughts surrounding us all day long, all, all throughout our life, all throughout our existence. And it is our choice if we want to grab a hold of a thought and live, live with it and become that thought and make it become our reality or if we just want to let it go. So I think awareness of what one is thinking, whether they're 
thin and fit and uh, and healthy or whether they are 40 pounds overweight and they really, really want to get down to being 120 pounds again. It doesn't matter who you are, but being aware of your thoughts is going to help you in the long run live a healthy, happy life. Yeah, I love it. And of course, you know, here at the Mind Aware, we love that answer. <laughs> being aware is just like, yeah, baby. So good. It makes such a difference, you know, being able to be in the moment. I love that answer. So actually, Andy, I want to make sure that people know where to find you. They can head over to ithinklife.com and get more information on you. Is that right? You got it, Dana. Okay, ithinklife.com. And that's I like in I am, not I like you're eyeball right i think that is i as in i am the letter i yes and and actually we have a free film that you can find on ithinklife.com which is our i think film uh which talks all about how your thoughts create your reality and just basically what we talked about today in this interview oh man you know you're all gonna love that right good information i know our time is up we're running out but i want to just have one parting shot maybe you could help people understand the importance of when your body feels good and how it connects to your mind and your mind and how it affects your body. Is there anything else you want to say about the connection of those two? I think that it's like I mentioned, you know, a little bit ago, right? It's, it's, it's the power of and this is something we talk about. And I think it's, it's both. So it's, being aware of how the food I'm eating right now makes me feel after I eat it, as well as being aware of what am I thinking about the food I'm eating and how does that make me feel. It's definitely both. Nice. It's, it's, a, it's a power of and life. Yeah, that's really nice. I really like that. Exactly right. This is so good. Thank you, Andy. This is just so, so good. And we need to think about this, right? I mean, everybody, think of how simple this is. Did you hear what she said? It's not one or the other. You know, I'm eating this food. How am I feeling about eating it? Am I aware of my thoughts in this moment as I'm eating it? How do I feel after I put this in my body? How's my body feel about it? We can do this right now. We can start to get more aware. We can start to feel better about the choices we're making. We can start to feel better about the moments we're living. And you can implement this now. This isn't like something that, oh, you have to go out and get a degree to do. I mean, that's the point. We're starting our day with the Mind Aware Show, taking these small steps. Use that power of and. Get aware. Aware of what you're thinking. Aware of what you're doing. And if you're going to do something, don't let the culture think in your head. Go out there and feel good about it. You can make your own decisions. You can see how you feel about it now in the moment, how you feel about it 30 minutes from now, how you feel about it down the road you can figure it out that's what we're all here doing we're feeling better and better all the time we're getting better and better at this we're all in this together start your day with the mind aware show have some fun feel good go out there take that intentional action and we'll see you next time Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.